Hello, I'm Montana. And I'm Samantha. And you're listening to Reaper Tales. And today, I'm going to tell Samantha about the back rooms. And she is ridiculously excited about this. She has not told me anything about it. I didn't even know the name of it until I sat down. Uh, no, you didn't know the name of the cocktail until no, your husband made it for you because <laughs> I was sneaky. About... I don't really know why, but I guess I'll figure it out. Uh, what I was doing. So, Samantha, what are we drinking? Uh, apparently, we're drinking, it's called Glitch Cocktail. It's two ounces of vodka, three ounces of mango juice, one ounce lemon juice, two ounces blue curacao, and this makes two drinks, which... Yet again, um, we weren't warned, so when my husband made it, he made one of the, like, the Hold whole on. thing for just me. He, he didn't was re- warned. He didn't read the instructions. <laughs> that is on him. That is not on, like, me. I sent him the instructions. It clearly says two martini glasses. I'm just saying he 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 was not aware so you know i I've, I've explained this to you it's like with my financial advisors you have to put it like line space space line like it's line by line I ha- i've learned how to do that with him <laughs> anyway um so what you're going to do is you're going to put the vodka the mango juice and the lemon in a shaker with ice and then pour it into a cup and then you're slowly going to pour in the blue curacao because that the curacao is heavier so it drops to the bottom and it makes it look quite lovely it is very pretty so here you go. Glitchy. Cheers. Cheers. Very glitchy. Let's get glitchy. Sure. Okay. All right. Tell me about it. Let's 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 get into it. Okay. So the back rooms. Um, imagine you're living your everyday life. Maybe you're out for a little walk to clear your head, or you're hopping on an elevator after lunch to head back to your office. Or you're cooking dinner for your family. When suddenly, you are no longer there. You blink and you've ended up in a damp, bright office. The carpet squishes beneath your feet. And hopefully, you were wearing shoes before. The overhead fluorescent lights are cranked up to the highest setting. That emits a loud buzzing sound. And reflects off the dull, damp yellow wallpaper. You search for an exit, but there are no doors anywhere. Just turns around corners that seem to lead you down an endless maze of the same wet carpet, bright buzzing lights, and ugly yellow wallpaper. Gross. Before you know it, you hear a growl behind you. And word is, if you can hear them, they've already heard you. Congratulations, you've just no-clipped into the back rooms. Okay. (laughs) So I read that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I spent... Why the wet carpet? uh, Look, there's a lot... squish. It's so, it's so, like, there's so much to this. And it makes you feel some type of way, like so uncomfortable like the whole thing makes you feel uncomfortable 
and I'm a, I'm going to make you feel very uncomfortable during this, and it's gonna scare you. And I hope oh, you're ready. Oh joy! Okay, <laughs> fun. So I spent way too much time watching videos of the back rooms and freaking myself out. And this is where like uh, Samantha and I talk a little bit before we get on mic. Sometimes a lot more. And this is where uh, I decided. Uh, the other night I had watched too many videos of the back rooms and I had like researched too much of the back rooms and to like kind of decompress from that. I decided to start the Dahmer series <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> if I was going to choose something to decompress on, I don't think it would have been that one. So uh, I've had nightmares for about four <laughs> or five days now. <laughs> And that's why, why would I, would, you do that? I don't know. I, I have no idea because I don't even like I don't even like serial killer stories. I know I have a true crime podcast and I don't like serial killer stories. Well, see, I think that's where we complement each other. So you like the unsolved, the missing cases. I'm more on the serial killer solved murder cases. So it kind of works. Yeah, that's true. So I started watching that. I had like terrible nightmares about the back rooms and Dahmer chasing me in the back rooms and so like <laughs> that does sound like a terrible combination it, it's awful and so Look, on the bright side you're the wrong sex for that that's true very true thank god uh but it is a good show um the yeah. Dahmer series is a great show so if you haven't checked it out yet go ahead and by the time this airs I will probably have finished it because we're doing at least an episode today yeah yeah, pretty much. It's been really good so far. I I think it's really good. Um, I'm going to need to watch like something funny. You're gonna it. have to be like the other. Uh, what is it? Morbid. You're gonna have to be like Ash and watch like Project Run Runway or something like that. I fucking love Project Runway. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ash might be my spirit animal. <laughs> Can a Leo and wait? What is she? I don't even remember. I don't think uh, Gemini. Are and Gemini is compatible? No idea. Well, we're not supposed to, so that doesn't oh, always work out. Whatever. Um. So anyway, back to the back room. So don't do what she did. Don't listen to this episode and then watch the Dahmer series. Yeah, <laughs> I guess is the don't don't go down a rabbit hole into the back rooms and then go and try and like clear your head by watching a serial killer. Especially one like that on Netflix, yeah. Like a holy shit! Oh, Out of all okay. the ones you could have picked, too. Like Can even just... Ted Bundy wouldn't have been as bad. No, well the the whole like Bundy thing where they had a uh, Zach uh, Efron mm -hmm. on it, like that wasn't terrible. No. Like they didn't focus so much on like what he did. Mm -mm. They focused on like Ted Bundy as a person. Like this is dark. Well, I mean, it is dark. That's the thing. That's, I've talked to my husband about that, and we're getting off on a tangent, but I know. Whatever. Sue well, us. This, well, this bon has never happened. Bonus before. episode for you guys. <laughs> okay. Um, I was actually talking to my husband about it. And I'm like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer was one of, and and he fascinates me in a lot of different ways. But what you know, I feel very differently about him than I felt about the other major quote unquote players. But when you have like Bundy and um. Gacy nobody thought that they were who they were nobody and people liked them people doubted when they went to court with Dahmer people said like they felt icky 
just being around him. When they saw him, they got this weird vibe. So it makes sense that his would be a little bit darker because there's not a lot of redeeming stuff in his story, to Wait, be perfectly can I, honest. Can I ask, what episode are you on right now? Uh, I think I just finished three. Okay. What, well, since you're on three, what I can say is like, I mean, I know the story. I know the story. And I really like this actor. Um, I think he's doing a fantastic job. I I just don't know how close they're going to follow the story. That's more or less what. They're following it very closely. What I can say is like, because I I think I'm near episode seven or something like that. But I felt some type of way in the first two episodes because I felt like they were going to base it all on like his inability to accept his own sexuality and all that stuff. Because the reality is that Dahmer, it wasn't a, it wasn't about his sexuality. He had this like fetish of killing. He was, he was royally fucked up in the head. And I think he is one of those cases, clear cases of not just being born, but also made. I think every single person in his life failed him every single one there was not a single person that cared about this guy and add to it the fact that he was gay at a time that it was not accepted what was he gonna do like he was already fucked up and he has almost all of the um what's it called the mcdonald five the mcdonald four try it i think yeah try it he had all of those so I think he could have been lived a very different life had a single person given a damn. I mean, the dude was drunk his entire high school career and nobody said anything. I agree. I I just, I had felt some type of way because those first two episodes, they leaned heavily on like his sexuality. And I was like, if they're going to do this, this whole series, like I almost stopped watching after episode two, but I was like, let me watch one more. And I think it was episode three where they kind of got into like, his, his whole, background yeah like his, his psychology and, and like how how he is who he is because uh, again like i'm he not was. a psychiatrist it's not about his sexuality though it played a part in it It played a part and it, it also played a part in why he was able to do it for so long because yeah. it was an icky feeling for the cops um when he just said oh this was my boyfriend who was a 15 year old fucking child and you stuck him back in the apartment well and so, targeted people of color well of color. well he was in that that was the area that he lived in and it yeah. was men of color of of all colors but yeah. all in this low-income area um and it, so you're you're picking two minorities at the same time gay and of color And nobody wanted to touch it. So that's why he got away with it. And I said less than an hour ago, I bet those cops that were making jokes about having to de-louse themselves after they had been in that apartment felt really great when they found out that the reason that that boy died, because spoiler alert, he does. He's a serial, Dahmer's a serial killer. So basically everybody that was around him died. Um, I, I hope they really, really felt that guilt that the reason why he was dead was because they just left him back, left him there and they could have done something. Anyways, we've gone off on like a (gasps) six minute tangent about the Dahmer series. It's only six minutes. But let's get back on the background. Maybe I'm delaying you talking about this. No, I can't delay it. I need to get it out. I got to tell you about it. All right, go for it. So, So what are the back rooms? 
Wait, you're, cool. I just realized you're making me do this backwards. I've been watching the Dahmer and now you're like resetting me to this so that what? I'm going to go into a hole of researching more information about this. And thanks. I appreciate that. Oh, I have videos, my friend. <laughs> and we're going to pause this recording so you can watch them and we can get your actual <laughs> response from them. Well, fun. Anyway. Okay. According to the Creepypasta article, the back rooms is a place where people can slip or no clip into and become lost or trapped. An unreality behind or a parallel, ugh, an unreality behind a parallel to this reality. The back rooms are not inherently sinister on first viewing as they appear to be simply unoccupied office space with ugly wallpaper, long corridors, and ugly carpets. The terrifying element comes with the idea of finding yourself there unable to escape, trapped in a labyrinth of these corridors that is unending and eternal, meaning that there is no exit and that anyone finding themselves in this other dimension will be confined there for eternity. Lovely. There is also the added detail that there are others or other things of an apparently malevolent nature in this environment with you. And that every moment you remain inside, you run the risk of encountering one of these creatures. So, um, there's this kid who goes by the pseudonym Pixel on youtube he is a 16 year old visual effects artist from california and he posted a video that garnered over 30 million views on youtube earlier this year that's 2022 for anyone who might listen to this in the future (laughs) if you haven't jumped ship after my (laughs) three-parter and it was titled the back rooms found footage and we'll go in, into Pixel a little bit more after this, but uh, so I watched the video. Uh, it's about nine minutes long, and I was so fucking scared that my husband kept asking me what was wrong with me for hours after I watched it. And now I'm going to pause the recording so I can watch Hi. Samantha watch this video and then we can get her response from it. You're terrible. So, okay. yeah. All right, we're back. Sam, what did you think? Um, it actually reminded me a lot, and the movie probably, like, I don't know what movie, but it reminded me a lot of a scary movie that I watched probably within the last year, um, especially with the empty rooms and walking through them, and they just kind of keep going on and on and on. Um, and the weird thing with the ladder was but, definitely a part of it. It might not have been a movie. It might have been that show that you and I watched where those people went into that house. Yeah, maybe that was it. I don't but Yeah, so I wonder, because when I first was watching it, that was one of my first thoughts was, I wonder if, like, the Black Mirror type stuff kind of came from this. Because it kind of reminded me of that vibe. Or this um, came from Black Mirror. Well, when was this recorded? Uh, earlier this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, 
I guess I just assumed it was old. I guess he intentionally did that. Uh, tried to yeah. make it look like it was older. Um, but yeah, definitely got the that weird vibe. And the thing that was oh chasing God. him, the noise was really loud in my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to turn it down. <laughs> I don't know if you if you notice it, but uh, like when uh, that last few seconds or whatever, the camera fell through the hole. Mm-hmm. If you notice, the thing actually got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but uh, so that was created by a sixteen-year-old. Um, yeah, that was pretty impressive. And, so were the rooms supposed to be like digitally engineered? Because that is a huge place that they would have had to have cleared out if not. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of read up a bit on a uh, pixel. Um, his name is actually Kane and he made all of that with CGI or CG and he created it in a 3d model. That's impressive. So I mean, there were a few it. glitchy type parts of it where I could kind of tell it was more CGI. But yeah. I think his use of the colors helps prevent you from noticing it, I think, more than anything else. Yeah. And then I think he threw on some kind of, because this is supposed to be like a VHS found tape. There's a whole like mm-hmm. canon behind like what he created, because this is not the, that was his very first video that he created this year. He actually has like, I think, 13 that are out. Yeah, I was on the side to have recommended videos that were continuations of that one. And it was, I think there was at least four or five just without me even scrolling. And there's like this whole storyline that he kind of builds, but you don't really know what it is because it's all kind of like that where it's found footage. Yeah, he even does a Pitfalls one, which I thought was interesting. I might want to watch that just to see. Yeah, I think you and Paul would really enjoy like watching that whole series. Oh, thank you for doing this because I already (laughs) know certain somebody is going to get obsessed and this is all I'm going to hear about for a little while, but it's fine. But we'll probably watch them all in one night. Freak um, ourselves out. So while Pixel is the one who created that like video, that's not actually the origin of the back rooms. Okay. Uh, he made these based on the back rooms. Um, The origin of the back rooms actually started with a single photo that was commented on a 4chan post in 2000. 4chan. Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not 100% sure what 4chan is, but I assume it's a lot like Reddit, but in a a different senior way. I'm not sure. Anyways, um, I've heard bad things about 4chan, so but I haven't read up on it. I've never been on 4chan until like this week. Or I wasn't on 4chan. I was on like things that had photos of like the original post. Anyways, point being is uh, there was a photo that was commented on a 4chan post in 2019 that asked for unsettling images. And in the photo that was originally posted, it shows the described room. So there was a photo that was posted that showed basically that room that you saw in that video. It was yellow wallpaper. It was brown carpet, bright uh, fluorescent lights. And the photo was actually turned into a meme from that post that included the backstory for the photo. And it read as follows. If you're not 
careful and you no clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at max maximum hum buzz and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby because it sure as hell has heard you. Alrighty then. So to help you with that, I'm going to send you the photo. I'm going to pause. Okay. All right. It's on its way to you. Yeah, it looks exactly like it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the wallpaper is a little different, but it's the same color and and like the floors and walls, the way that they're fixed um, Mm -hmm. in the picture look just like the video. Yep. Though the back rooms are touted as a made-up story centering around the photo that elicited high emotions in those who saw it online, others believe it to be a real place. And the reason we all feel so strongly about this photo and videos is because we've either been there or know of the back rooms on some unknown level of our consciousness. So tell me, tell me what you feel when you see that photo. Uh, honestly, it reminds me of, uh, a house that we used to live in. I guess it would have been in Tennessee when I was a kid, but only one of them. And I lived in several houses. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like the way that that picture is put together, the way that it's organized, you could kind of feel familiar with that just because that was a common way for the walls to look and the rooms to be organized so i feel like that would make you feel a familiar familiarity that maybe doesn't really exist so i in other articles that i read it said that the photo the reason why we feel so like i i said there there's like this unknown consciousness wherever blah 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 that's a minority a lot of people know it's not real yada 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 There's actually, like, um, psychology behind it where it basically says that um, it elicits some sort of nostalgic feeling within us. And so, but it also, since there's no furniture, there's no explanation behind Mm -hmm. it, it also elicits this kind of underlying anxiety in us as well. Because it's just a room that we feel nostalgic about and we don't understand why and there's nothing there to help us grasp what that is and so it brings anxiety and terror to us i wonder if it would do that more for people who haven't who didn't move around a lot when they were kids like i did so i would go in the house and it would be empty and i can still remember the way the house looked why well, so it didn't it doesn't really Faze me, I guess, to see just an empty room or a, a weird angle of an empty house. But that's all I could really think when I looked at the picture was it just kind of reminded me of one of the houses that I used to live in or an office space that just hasn't been rented out. Well, when you said that, when you were, you said it reminded you of something when you were younger, it was like that nostalgic feeling, like immediately mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, nostalgia. That's yeah. exactly, you know, what it is. Um, 
But if but you... yeah, the yellow too, though, um, I think the the color yellow is just kind of off putting. There's not a lot of you. Do, yellow is not a common color to put on a bunch of walls. I know mine kind of looks yellow in the video, <laughs> at least it does to me. But it's a beige. Um, beige is common, but yellow not so much. Or it might be like an accent wall. But I think that's kind of off putting too. It's just the color of everything. It's well, like it's I'm... familiar enough that it reminds you of a, of something like that, but off enough to to make you kind of off kilter. Yeah, I guess. maybe. I don't know. I painted my whole bathroom yellow, even though I'm moving. <laughs> and that wallpaper, actually, I just looked at the the one of the wallpapers because there's a couple of different ones. The one on the right actually reminds me a lot of my parents' wallpaper that they currently have in their house. That's it's just not yellow. Yeah. So if you actually, if you uh, search for the back rooms on TikTok or Reddit, you'll actually come across firsthand accounts of people who have no clipped into them and escaped. So I watched a bunch of like TikToks where people were talking about how they know. Well, that's a bad idea into the back rooms and escaped it's pretty interesting so they they actually talk about how they actually did it and all that other stuff i'm not saying that the back rooms are real or they're not but i found that fascinating where there's all of these firsthand accounts and it might you know it's obviously some kind of internet lore like slender man but mm -hmm. people have fed into it and things like that um, others have expanded on the original back rooms room and added their own rooms or levels, as well as multiple types of entities you may encounter within the back rooms. Uh, some of those entities include, there's hundreds of entities now from the, like, uh, continuation of the lore of the back mm -hmm. rooms, but I just put down a few, uh, I thought were interesting, uh, the windows, uh, Smiler. Smiler is creepy as fuck, by the way. It's, it sounds creepy. Honestly, that, that photo, like the picture on the wall, I half, expected, like. I half expected that picture to just like pop out of the wall the mm -hmm. whole time. That's that exactly was, what he looks like. That was probably the most surprising part. Oh, was that, that scene yeah. that yeah that it was something else it wasn't that that kind of surprised me uh yeah i mean a lot of his videos are like that it's it's got this whole theme of like unexplained unexplained and then it's like that's weird like occurrence where it's obviously unexplained but it's not a part of the theme mm -hmm. and so it just kind of ugh, you feel ugh about Off -putting. it yeah uh death moths Okay. Jerry. Everybody, everybody hates Jerry. <laughs> the gentleman of level five. The disease. Mother. Dollface. Pair. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Parasitic paint. <laughs> what a band name. <laughs> that is a band name. That's good. <laughs> So while this may be all I know is if mother was the one I got, I'd be gone. Yeah, I'd be. That's, ter that's terrifying. That's terrifying enough, right there. End me right here. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, 
So while this may be a completely made up story or it may be something real knocking at the walls of our parallel universe, the story doesn't end in just the lore of the back rooms. They made a motherfucking video game of the back rooms. Of course they did. And you can watch people play it online too. No, that's so okay. It's, I mean, there's this. Uh, I gotta turn this on when my stepkids, like, just have it on when the stepkids walk through the room when, when, when they come over so they can, like, what is this? I don't know. I just stumbled upon it and then have them watch it and see what happens. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they know what the back rooms are. I think it's like, no, I think it's, I don't know. It's gotten really popular this year with younger kids and like i happened to stumble upon it on tiktok and i was like the fuck is this <laughs> and then i just i don't know they're on a very watching. interesting side of tiktok so they could have missed this part probably uh but it it did it scared the crap out of me so uh what are your thoughts do you think the back room's real do you think it's a parallel universe do you think it's a time well okay so thing? we all know i'm the logical one so wow. I would say no. I don't believe it's a real thing. I do believe it's... I think it's almost a description of like the place we go when those of us that do it somewhat regularly and I think everybody does it to some extent, we disassociate. We kind of go off into this random place where we're not really here but we're really not aware of what we're doing in our heads like we're just kind of off and then when we come back to ourselves we realize oh i just lost a bunch of time have you ever been able to remember what you were doing when you did that because i i mean it might have happened a few times but for the most part i don't remember what i was even thinking or doing at that point absolutely i mean there's this like reoccurring dream that i have and it's kind of like the back rooms that I have. And I'm always in like this abandoned, like old rundown, like shower, like gym shower, bathroom kind of place. But it just continues. That sounds fun. Yeah. So I think I've been in the back rooms in my Maybe. dreams. And that's why I feel so like strongly about like watching that stuff. I'm just like. <gasps> well, and I wonder if this is kind of like other things, you know, you put a name to it. And it's kind of like that, oh, well, me too moment. So, you know, maybe somebody has been there and now they've put a name to it and now it's getting popular because other people are like, oh, wait a second, I've been there too. Whether they really have or not, it doesn't matter. Um, for me, I don't... I It was definitely creepy. Um... I won't talk to Paul about this until this episode goes out. So that way uh, I can finish my Dahmer series in peace. And <laughs> then we'll go. He's going to want to watch all of them all in one night. Um, and I want to finish my, my show first. Uh, I, I feel like I would be more creeped out if I watched more than one in a sitting. Because nine minutes, it's almost like it's just long enough for you to start kind of getting in a rhythm and it shuts off. Mm -hmm. So for now, I wouldn't say it was, it scared me per se, but it was definitely creepy. 
Yeah. For sure. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't want to sit in a dark room watching that video. Well, I did. <laughs> well, that was your mistake. You can't um, even watch horror movies. What, know, what is wrong I, with you? <laughs> I don't know. I just like, it was so fascinating. It's a psychological me. thriller is what the video is, really. Yeah, but I felt like some type of way, like I felt some sort of like familiarity with it. So I yeah, but a lot of a lot of those do that. A lot of horror horror movies or psychological thrillers will do that. They'll they'll take somehow a piece of making it familiar, so that way, because it's not that scary or not to the level they want you to be if you're not relating in some way to the story or getting immersed in the story. So. This is kind of, that's why you have a lot of videos that are like this, where it's like, uh, I guess it'd be first person. Um, it's like, you are the person he's holding the camera the whole time. You can't see him. So mm -hmm. you are the person that's going through all of this, Ugh. that in and of itself, the way that's recorded is a way of drawing you in and making you feel like you're experiencing it. So there's some psychological stuff going on in the recording of this video. And I'm sure he was at least somewhat aware of that. He's 16. How can he be aware of that? Cause he knows what creeps him out. Oh God. All I can say is that, um, Kane pixel. He did a damn good job. He did a damn good. He does a good job on all of his videos. And That's I would, impressive. I would be willing to bet he's going to be a horror film. Oh, I hope so. In the next I think he'll do years, an amazing like, job. I mean, add 10 years of experience and growth on that. Whew. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. And I would doing all this from his computer. That is a person doing that would be doing an amazing job. For it to be a 16-year-old, somebody who's, like, just getting started, that's impressive. Yeah. It's incredible. So, kudos to Kane Pixel. I know that's not your actual last name. It's your pseudonym. I'm not going to use your actual last name, even though people can see it on your YouTube video. <laughs> My thought is that people can actually drop into parallel universes. I've always believed that. And I always will. And I think, I think the back rooms, even though it started as a lore, kind of opened people's mind to understanding that they have been there before. That this is an actual place, like not specifically that place, but that they have been to a place like the back rooms, and it scared them. I.e., me, I've been scared. I, I think too. So that like the multiverse, and I think it's also called like string theory. I think that's what string theory is. But um, the idea that every decision that you make branches off other parallel universes, I can see how that would be entirely possible. As weird as it is, I can see how that would be possible because you do have two choices or three or four choices at any given moment. Or a million. Um, I could pick my so nose right now. I, I do. <laughs> Please don't. I'm doing uh, I can see that and, and it, it would not surprise me, but I feel like that the way I feel about aliens. Do I think aliens are real? Maybe. Do I think it's possible? Hell yeah. You'd have to be a moron to think that we are the only planet that has lo sentient life in all of the universe. Like that's just, that's, that's egotistical. Let's put it that way. So do I think it's possible? Sure. Do I know? No. Does it bother me? Not really. Either way, I'm in this one. So <laughs> if I get dropped into a different one, I'll let you know. Uh, you're probably never getting out if you drop into the back room. So <laughs> 
That's all I'm oh, saying. Wow. Thank you for having zero faith in me. You're talking about these other people on TikTok that have been able to get out. I didn't I'm say they were going to get out. Huh. I didn't hmm. say I believe them. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, a part of my oh, those are the fake stories the ones that got yeah. out <laughs> all i'm saying is like a part of my consciousness fell into the back rooms at one point and it's just every time every like couple of weeks when i fall asleep i wake up in that consciousness <laughs> just in that fucking bathroom where i cannot oh, leave <laughs> so, that sounds terrible i think i do think the back rooms are real do i think my dream is a part of that yes i do um anyway what a great mm-hmm. episode, me. You, um, yeah, I'm you, glad you to get good. that off my chest. Thank <laughs> you uh, for the surprise. It was definitely a surprise, and I'm I, I'm so glad, so very, very glad you did not tell Paul about any of it. So oh, I, I can just I at least have a way of preparing myself before we let this episode air. He's gonna be however so long excited. it takes. I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. We're not going to do our full spill at the end of this because it's a bonus episode, but you know what to do. Like, rate, review, subscribe, do whatever. All the things. Interact with things. us on social media. Yada, hey, yada, yada. how are y'all? Hey, uh, you're welcome for these bonus episodes. Uh, and <laughs> happy spooky explosion. <laughs> the 